Hello and welcome to our Christmas podcasts from Kirkliston Parish Church. My name is Jane Steen and today I'm going to start with a reading from Luke chapter 2 beginning at verse 1. The birth of Jesus. In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. While the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things, and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. My second reading is from Matthew chapter 2, also beginning at verse 1. The Magi visit the Messiah. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly, and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen, 
when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. This is the word of God. I wonder if you've ever played a scavenger hunt. When I was young, my church used to have family parties and my favourite part of the night was the scavenger hunt. Our minister, Mr Moyes, would sit in the middle of the church hall and ask for different items to be brought to him. And whoever gave him that item first got points for their team. I think some people nowadays call it, I want. So for example, if I asked for a red scarf, you would look around the room for someone who was wearing a red scarf. You would then politely ask if you could borrow it for a moment and then take it from that person and give it to me to win the prize. Now this game is not necessarily a game of speed. It's a game where you need to be smart too in locating the object and then figuring out how you're going to get it to me first. Now that game reminds me a little of a TV programme that Lindsay and I like to watch called Race Across the World. You may have watched it too. Anyone who hasn't seen it, the challenge is that different sets of people all have to make their way from one town or city to another, thousands of miles away, stopping at various checkpoints along the way. They're not allowed to fly, but they get given the amount of money that they would have spent on an air ticket. And with that money, they have to make their way across the country or countries. So you see them travelling on buses, on trains, and sometimes even hitchhiking. Now yes, it is a race, and everybody wants to get there first. But for those of you here who've seen the programme, you'll know that it's not always the fastest people who actually win the race. The winners are those people who come up with the best plan for their journey and make sure that they're on the best route for where they want to go. So why am I talking about this TV programme? Well, we're here tonight to think about the Christmas story through carols and Bible readings. And I think it's all a bit like an episode of Race Across the World. You have all these different groups of people all travelling across the country, all trying to get to the same place and all using different modes of transport. And none of them are entirely sure what exactly is going on. The first set of people who we see travelling across the country are Mary and Joseph. They are travelling from Nazareth in Galilee to Bethlehem in Judea. The only information that they have about their journey is that they're going there because there is a census being carried out and they have to go and get registered. The next set of people who we read about travelling across the country are some shepherds and they're travelling from out in the fields also to Bethlehem. The only information that they have received about their journey is what the angels have told them and they didn't quite take it all in because they got such a fright when the angels appeared. And the third set of people who we read about travelling across the country around that time were some wise men. Now the first leg of their journey took them from the east 
to Jerusalem and the second leg of their journey was from Jerusalem to Bethlehem. And they were studying the sky to get to where they were going. All very different groups of people, all travelling slightly different routes, but they all end up in exactly the same place. And what do they find when they arrive at their final destination? Do they win £250,000 like they do in the TV show? Or is there an impressive building there for them all to admire? No, they find a baby called Jesus. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And that is what I want to encourage you to do this evening. I want you to take a moment out of your busy life and the journey that you're on and I want you to stop and look at the baby Jesus to consider him and what it actually meant for God to come down and walk among us. Some couples in the race across the world just focus on the journey and getting from A to B. But other couples take time to stop, enjoy the scenery and do something amazing in the country that they're visiting. So that's what I'm encouraging you to do this evening. To take a moment out of your incredibly busy life and look at this one they call Jesus. There's a verse in the Bible and it's not particularly Christmassy but I think it's relevant for today. It's from Hebrews chapter 12 and it says, Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Think about the journey that you're on in your life just now. Do you ever grow weary? Do you ever lose heart? Then consider him. See this baby that all these people travelled to see. Remember afresh that this same Jesus did indeed endure the cross and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God today. And remember that he did all of this so that you wouldn't have to travel through this life alone. He wants to travel alongside you. Does that mean that it will be an easy journey? No. Will there be bumps in the road? Absolutely. But knowing Jesus as your personal saviour means that he will be with you through it all. There's another couple of travellers found in the Bible who are also travelling from one town to another. But they were not heading to Bethlehem, they were heading to a town called Emmaus. And while they were walking and talking and moaning about all that was going on in their lives, the Bible says that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. That's a favourite verse of mine. Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Our prayer is that as you listen to this podcast, that you would be aware of Jesus himself drawing near to you and going with you into your life's journey. It's almost Christmas Day. It is literally a race 
to get everything done. Whether you're extremely organised or not, it can be such a busy time. Well, our message here today is, in the midst of all the busyness, in the midst of all the running around, take time to stop and look at the baby Jesus. Take time to consider him. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. May you know the peace and the joy in your life that only walking with Jesus can bring. Amen.